You're listening to the Active Lifestyle Marketer, brought to you by Tiger Creative, the creative agency for active lifestyle brands. Find out more at tigercreative.com. Welcome to the Active Lifestyle Marketer, a podcast dedicated to bringing industry experience and insight into marketing and active lifestyle brand. Whether you're a travel and leisure, fitness and sport, or a health and nutrition brand, if you want insight into the strategies, struggles, challenges, and successes of other active lifestyle brand executives, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to the Active Lifestyle Marketer. Today on the show, we have Seton Claggett, CEO of TriSports.com. Seton, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. So for our audience, uh, to give them some context, why don't you give the company backstory, how you how you built up the TriSports.com brand and um, maybe where it came from and where it is today? Um, the, the idea of TriSports.com came about eight almost 18 years ago on a bike ride. And so back in those days, you know, we used dial-up modems and cool stuff like that to connect to the internet and selling things on the internet was very um, uh, new. And so that's, you know, I came up with this idea and um, wrote a business plan around it. Um, Had saved up my money, saved up about a thousand bucks of hard-earned college money and uh, started the company. And were you were you training for something on that ride? Uh, yeah, I was doing a training for an Ironman. Okay, cool. So, so triathlon is a big part of just your personal identity. Then, uh, at this point, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, what is your role within the company uh, as CEO? What is I guess what is your uh, like day to day responsibilities look like? Um, I, you know, I oversee the, the vision of the company and, um, we're a small company, so all of us wear multiple hats. So I'm the CEO and I also, um, manage the buying department. Um, and me specifically, I basically oversee bike drivetrain. So I still oversee that and oh, wow. make purchasing decisions for the company and, product selection. So, and, and so as you grow the company, you're kind of always thinking about hiring yourself out of a job, right? From, from whatever you're doing to the next thing. Yeah. Well, I I was hired out of a lot of jobs and then, um, we had some issues come up and, um, we went from 65 people down to 19 people almost overnight. So, um, we're a stable 24 right now. And, um, we're trying to be as efficient as we can with those 24 folks. And what was, what was the cause of that? Was that recent? Um, no, it was, uh, um, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Four or five years. Ago. Cool. So you guys have kind of come out of that a little bit and, and been able to create some, uh, consistency over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. We have a great crew and, um, it's fun coming to work. Everybody likes being here and, um, everybody knows that they have each other's backs, um, whether it's, you know, the guys on the phone, the, you know, folks in the warehouse, customer service, what, you know, buying department, marketing department, all those different folks. So, right. Uh, kind of nice. It's kind of nice being smaller and more nimble. So, yeah, that's cool. So now as you guys look in the next, into the next three 
three years. I mean, stuff with the internet is so changing so quickly and so fast. It's kind of hard to look beyond five and 10 years, but what does the next three to three to five years look like for you guys as you think about growing tri sports and continuing to build it up? Um, we, you know, right now we're in the process of getting, um, uh, more involved with other aspects of the endurance space. And so for us, that means, um, endurance mountain biking and gravel racing. So we're going to be adding, we're in the process of adding, you know, about 25,000 new SKUs to the mix to support, um, you know, being off road. So, um, that's, 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 that's in the nearer term of a big project we're working on. So, so, so it's kind of adapting to the, the maybe trending sports that are coming out of endurance sports. Um, yeah, I mean, we're trying to, you know, keeping with the story and, you know, who and what we are, you know, I mean, that's, that's really important. So, you know, if we just ventured off and started doing something that wasn't aligned with our, you know, our vision and what we've built, it would be a little wonky, you know? So we decided, Hey, we're going to get into golf. You know, that wouldn't, (laughs) that that wouldn't work under the tri-sports banner. It It would work from a operational banner because of the fulfillment engine we've built, but right. Um, that wouldn't go with it. But, you know, you look at Leadville mountain bike, um, the Leadville mountain bike race, and it's like the melting pot of mountain bikers, roadies and triathletes. I mean, it's seriously probably a third, a third, a third that race that race. Wow. So it, there's a lot of, I don't know, cross pollinization between those disciplines. Right. It, It makes a lot of sense to be in that space. Yeah. So that, that's a big project. Okay, cool. And so what makes Tri-Sports different and what kind of sets you guys apart and and why would why would a customer go to trisports.com rather than some other offering to get their triathlon sport gear? We well, we've built our company um from the day we started on giving back to the community and sport. One of our uh, core values is sustainability and most people hear sustainability and they think being green, um, and which we can talk about later, uh, cause we definitely check that box. But, um, when we talk about sustainability, we talk about sustainability for the sport as a whole. So, um, there's a whole ecosystem within triathlon, what, you know, and we're part of that. So you have the stores, you have races, you have coaches, um, and you have the athletes and, making that system work together um is real important and so we sponsor you know hundreds of teams hundreds of coach you know coaches hundreds you know we we sponsor a lot of entities to help close that circle down of you know um we sponsor a coach the coach refers us clients we give their clients good advice on gear and they have a happy client. So the circle just keeps continuing and continuing. It's the, <laughs> the, the circle of life. <laughs> yeah. So it goes beyond just, it goes beyond just, uh, you guys have a purpose behind what you're doing. It goes beyond just, um, sponsoring an athlete or sponsoring a team. Like you're, 
you're communicating to your audience that uh, we are invested in the long-term growth and sustainability of this sport. And here's the actions that we're doing to achieve that. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. Really and, you cool. know, and the big thing for, you know, anybody can open up an online store. I mean, that, I mean, I, my 11 year old son and my eight year old daughter could do that with their eyes closed. Right. That's not difficult, especially the, this day and age, you know, 17 years ago, it was a little bit more involved, but, um, as we, as you do this, um, what you find out is that we're very involved with our customers and we have a lot of knowledge. And so, for example, like that example I gave with sponsoring coaches, um, most coaches don't know a lot, whole lot about gear. They, they kind of do, you know, the stuff they use and that's about the scope of their world. Right. Um, and it's really reassuring to a coach to say, Hey, I can trust these guys. Like, you know, Hey athlete, you need a power meter, you know, or whatever. Um, but call tri sports and they're going to tell you the best one to get for what you're doing, you know? Um, so that, that, that's a lot of trust, you know, and we've built our company on, you know, we, we want to sell you with the kind of gear that's right for you, not necessarily just sell you the gear, you know? So, um, you know, a customer comes in and they want to buy a bike from us. We're not just going to sell them the most expensive thing on the floor. We're going to make sure that they buy the right bike that, that fits them properly. So, right. So you guys have, you've taken your customer service beyond just being really nice salespeople, but really educating your customer and, and, um, giving them the, you know, walking them through that buying process rather than just being nice. Right. Does that kind of summarize it a little bit? Concierge service, you know, and those are the couple, we have a lot of customers. They just trust us. You know, they're, they're, um, money rich and time poor, you know? And so they'll just literally send a text to one of our customer service folks and say, whatever, just send me the new garment. Oh, interesting. You know, like, or, Hey, I need my new try stuff. Just send it to me. <laughs> That's interesting. So is that is is that just something you guys have seen within the triathlon as a whole that it's tends to be a more you mentioned money rich and time poor it tends to be a more uh, a, a wealthier clientele that just wants somebody else to take care of things for them. Well, it can be. I mean, the demographics within triathlon are all over the they, place. It would it, seem like. Yeah, they're pretty skewed. Um, I saw no one knows really what to believe. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, the, the governing body of our sport, they really like to um, tweak the numbers in a favorable sense. So you don't no one knows the truth. Um, <clears throat> so. Um, so I think there's this misconception that triathletes are this wealthy bunch and there are like any sport. There's a big wealthy bunch, you know, right. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't, you know, a whole bunch of people that aren't. And then, especially when you look at the women def- demographic, women in general in this sport don't like to spend money on themselves. Um, they're very price conscious and, um, you know, they're very selective about what and when they buy, as opposed to men, <laughs> you know, the testosterone kicks in. If they want the fastest thing, they're just going to buy it. That's interesting. 
And so that what's the governing body of triathlon? What are the, what direction are they swaying the the research towards the the wealthier end of the spectrum? I I don't you know I, their demographic data on I, I'm not sure what they're doing with that data. You know I just know what they're doing with participation data. Right. But as far as you know I I don't know I you know I, I I'm not sure. I, I can't say for sure on that. I know exactly what they're doing with the participation data, but um, as far as, you know, income, I, I don't know. I mean, I have to assume that the income is accurate, but I'm surprised at how many people I meet that are not in that wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. So let's transition a little bit out. Can you share maybe some uh, specific marketing strategies and approaches that you guys are using that have brought you success over the years you talked about like really making sure that your customer service and customer experience is incredible and and educating rather than educating and going beyond just great customer service um what are some maybe tools or practices in the marketing realm that you guys are using that you've seen success with well i mean the biggest thing for us is staying consistent with our message you know um i spoke earlier about you know, being quote unquote green, I really don't like using that word, but um, it's doing the right thing, you know? And so our building, for example, uh, we have a 128 kilowatt solar array on our building, which provides us 90, 92% of our electricity. Oh, wow. Um, we also have um, two 18,000 gallon water harvesting tanks on our building. So, when it rains, we're in the desert. We're in Tucson, Arizona. When it rains, we collect the runoff from the roof, and then we use that water when we don't have rain to water our plants. Oh, um, cool! So, and we do a myriad of other things that are real important. Um, you know, we have a bike commuter program here, where our employees get paid ten cents a mile to ride to work. And since we started that program in two thousand nine, we've ridden over two hundred and thirty thousand miles to work. Wow! So basically basically the distance from here to the moon. Yeah. Uh, so, um, that, you know, that's, that's a big part of our message is just the whole, the sustainability I spoke about earlier. And then also the sustainability that a lot of people think about as far as being green. And so, you know, that's, that's our message. And, you know, this day and age getting through the, um, clutter of marketing because, um, you may have been a marketing genius 10 years ago, but today you're not. Right. You know? So um, getting through that. And so we do a lot of um, grassroots uh, guerrilla type marketing. Um, we do, uh, luckily for us, Tucson is a huge hub for training in the winter for triathlon and cycling. And so we have um, camps that come into Tucson. And so we're very, active in those camps um we've had i think 17 camps over the last five weeks um come here and we do a whole talk with them we give them tours um they get to meet us you know they get to meet the people behind the curtain and um that goes a long way <clears throat> that goes a long long way and yeah. to build brand advocacy so and so you guys there's there's strong practice behind what you guys are saying with your words then Oh, abs yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's you don't see that a lot in the in marketing in general, but 
but especially within the active lifestyle space, I mean, you'll, you'll see a lot of companies that say a lot of things, but don't necessarily back it with their actions and, and with their practices and with actual investment in something, um, whether it's time or, or money. Um, so that's really cool to see that you guys have, uh, taken that approach that you're, you're supporting what you're saying with actionable, um, processes and, and practices. So as you guys have grown, um, obviously in the last, what, 18 years, you guys have seen some pretty exciting success. What are some struggles and challenges that you've run into as you've grown this company? You mentioned, I think on your side, I read that you guys started after um, the dot-com bubble burst. And so you were starting, you were starting the company at the, you know, at the bottom of the internet market. Right. And so as you guys have grown, what is, what are some of the challenges and struggles you've run into? Um, well, you know, when we started, I mean, like I said, I started with a thousand bucks and some credit cards. And so, you know, and I was still going to school at the time when I started the company. Um, so it was a real bootstrap. You know, I didn't get paid for over three years. I didn't take a single penny from the company. Um, you know, I had, when we first started out, I had people like almost some buddies to just like to be around the equipment. So they'd come to my house and help me pack orders and stuff. And so um, <clears throat> we're not the typical go out and raise a whole bunch of money and uh, see the thing explode kind of thing. So um, so that's been tough, you know, um, we, um, you know, the toughest thing we've seen is just dealing with, um, financing and stuff. Um, I had, uh, a rather large issue with a bank, um, you know, four, five years ago. Um, and it was, I, I had a decent banking relationship with a bank here in town and this other bank lured me away and promised me the world. And, um, then within a few months later, they decided they were just kidding. Um, and oh, gosh. So that, that can make things go south pretty quick. It's, um, and so, you know, ultimately led us into, um, bankruptcy, um, and, they were intent on uh, completely go out of business and forcing us into chapter seven. Um, but for some reason I'm a triathlete and endurance athlete and quitting is in, not in my DNA. And so, you know, we survived and came out of it. Um, you know, and the chances of a company coming out of a chapter 11 are less than 5% in the state of Arizona. Yeah. So, you know, the odds are always stacked against you owning a business and um, every day you come in and you fight and you fight and you fight. So, <laughs> and, and for me, you know, the end game for me is just our, go our goal is to get people the gear they need to be happy, to enjoy one piece of their life, which is endurance sports and triathlon. Like that's, that's my goal. That's what we do. That's awesome. Well, that's really cool that you guys endured through that and, and came out on the other end being successful. Yeah, we're trying. I can tell you that. We're trying. Every day we try. That's cool. So how are you guys creating, uh, and maybe what does it look like to create an experience for your customer, your user that keeps them uh, coming back on a consistent basis? You've kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, 
in in your education and and walking a, a customer through a buying process. Um, maybe can you go into a little bit more detail behind what that might look like for me as a customer, uh, or what are some other practices that you guys are doing to create that great experience? Because you touch on it, you touch on it a lot uh, on the website that that customer experience experience is super important to you. Yeah, um, I mean, I you know, I mean, as far as marketing goes, I mean, we're you know we're heavily involved in email marketing, and you know, as you know, with marketing today, I mean, what works today is gone tomorrow, and so um, we're always evaluating new and new things. Um, and seeing what works and, you know, staying with the things that we know work, you know, like I said, like email marketing, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a big thing for us. The other thing is on the product side, um, our demographic loves the new stuff, you know, they love the new stuff. And so we are constantly bringing in new stuff over well over half of our product mix changes every single year. And so you're talking about mm, right now without adding that mountain bike project I told you about, we are turning over about 10,000 to 10 to 12,000 SKUs a year. Wow. Uh, so that's a lot of A it's a lot of work, but B it's a lot of product and like I said our customers are always coming to us to find out what is the latest and greatest. So that's that's a big piece that's that's the biggest piece of it and relaying that information to them you know while while telling the story of what you're doing um that's i'm not gonna say that's the magic but that's the that's the process right and so then as as you educate and and create a great experience for your customer and, and make sure they're getting the right product for them um are you bringing in your your partners to to help with the education process uh, to to maybe teach your staff on what's new and what's coming out of the research and development wordworks of all these different companies what does that kind of look like with your partnership with those bigger brands that are selling through you guys yeah well we have we do bi-weekly product training for our staff um and so they the we have a protocol we give to the vendors. They come get in, give the product training, and then our staff is quizzed on that to make sure that everybody's paying attention. Uh, oh, wow. And, yeah. And a new like thing. School. We, what's that? It's like school. No, it is like school. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's, 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 it is interesting doing that with your staff because just like in school, some people are better at tests than others, you know? Right. And so we're not here to make people fail out of school. Like that's not our job, <laughs> but you know, they, they need to know how to sell the stuff ultimately. Um, and that's, that's the goal. Um, so when a customer calls, they can, sp you know, spell out the differences between widget X and widget Y. Um, another thing we've, big thing we've started doing is Facebook live. Oh, okay, cool. That's been hugely popular. And so, um, we've been doing that. We started about a month ago. And so we bring in, um, like I said, we have all these camps that we've been helping out. So we'll have professional triathletes come in and we'll have their camps here and then we'll run a Facebook live event. So um, if people are listening out there and they're in the triathlon world, we've had this year, we've had Leanda Cave, Andy Potts, Heather Jackson, um, Hilary Biscay. Um, and so in the 
these live Facebook live events are really popular. You know, you're getting a lot of eyeballs on it. Um, so it's deli- delivering a, a great message, a lot of great information, and at the same time helping build our brand and their brands. So Right. And are all those professional athletes that you guys are bringing in sponsored by TriSports or not necessarily? None of them. Oh, wow. So you guys are going outside of who you've put your name on. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've been involved with a lot of these folks over the years. I mean, you know, we, we used to sponsor Leanne McKay. We used to sponsor Andy Potts. But, you know, but Leanne McKay has started a thing and Andy Potts has started a thing. So now we sponsor those things, just not them individually. Gotcha. Uh, you know, and uh, in the case of Heather Jackson, she's here training quite a bit. And she's just she's a really nice gal. Um, and then Hillary Biscay used to live here. So, you know, it's the, it's a Mecca here for triathlon. I mean, this is where people come to train and pros come to train. Like this is, they're either here or in Boulder pretty much. Those are kind of, that, those are the hotbeds where most of the, most of the good pros are, are residing and getting a lot of training in. So, right. That's very cool. So then as you guys storytell and, and communicate to your audience, what is, how are you implementing some strong storytelling in your marketing efforts that um, maybe drive some of those purposes and perp- that purpose-driven uh, belief that you guys have um, that there's there's more to what you guys do than just sell try product, right? There's there's an environmental investment. There's an investment back into the sustainability of the sport. Are you guys storytelling around that and, and communicating that to your audience on a consistent basis so that they're aware that trysports.com is much more than just the place to go to get um, my tri gear? Is, what does that storytelling kind of look like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, that, that storytelling is done through many ways. I mean, obviously all of us could be better at everything we do. <laughs> so, um, you know, we actually still put out a catalog. Um, it, it's a 16 to 24 page catalog that our vendors, um, participate in and it gets distributed, um, typically into, um, some of the big magazines that are out there, um, that, uh, assuming they live through another year, but, uh, <laughs> um, so they get distributed through there and they also go in all of our outbound orders. Okay. Uh, so, you know, a lot of that storytelling is done through that magazine, that catalog. Um, and then also just, uh, within, um, either directly or I guess I'm not going to say subliminally on the website, but you know, you, you can go to our website and at the bottom of the homepage, you can click on an icon and it'll take you to the power production of our solar system. Um, you know, and so you're being really transparent with your customers to exactly what you're doing and you're not BSing them that it's not like a picture of someplace that's not real, you know? Right. So, but that being said, I mean, we could always do a much better job of relaying that to our customers, you know? Have you guys, have you guys played with some of the newer marketing techniques like inbound and, and, and creating content that educates and has no ask that uh, just informs and and hopefully you build brand advocacy and brand loyalty based on that free content that you guys are creating. Yeah, so we have a whole section on our site that's called Tri Sports University, 
Um, and we've had Tri-Sports University now for, oh man, five or six years now. Um, and it's super high quality content. Um, and it, it ranges from, ed, you know, we just did a piece on that released today on how to get into mountain bike triathlons, you know, um, has nothing to do with buying a, a thing, you know, right. uh, information. And, and it's also, um, good content on products. So we helped, uh, Greg Billington, who is, uh, an Olympic, uh, triathlete that just raced in Rio. He reached out to us because he didn't have a helmet because apparently, uh, Olympians don't get helmets or something, I guess. But, <laughs> He needed a helmet, and so we worked with uh, Giro, got him a helmet, he raced in it, and then wrote us an incredible piece on this helmet with pictures of him racing in the Olympics with this helmet on. You know, it was probably the best money Giro's ever spent on a helmet, quite frankly. Yeah, seriously. They didn't, ha they didn't have to sponsor him to do that? Nope. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. So, um, we, and we put out one to two pieces a week in that content. And like I said, it's super, super engaging, high quality content. Yeah. So, and we see a good return on that as well, just from being genuine. You know, I, I don't always need to be selling stuff. Right. So that's what, that was going to be my next question. You guys have seen some pretty, some pretty good return on that investment in high quality content. Yeah. 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 And it's a big feature in all of our outbound emails as well. Okay. Um, cool. So, we always try, we tried it our best, you know, it's hard. There's a lot going on with everything, but, um, tying that content into the subject matter of the email, you know? And so it might be whatever, uh, it might be an email on a helmet sale, for example, and at the bottom of it would be that, that article about that helmet, you know? And if you read the article, it's not necessarily trying to sell you a helmet. It's just talk, him talking about him racing in the Olympics in the helmet, you know, which is pretty cool. Right. That's cool. So last question, I think we have time for one more. Um, how do you guys keep your customers and en engaged and excited about trysports.com? You mentioned you do a lot of email marketing still. So how do you find that balance between creating great content and, and informing them on what's new and what's exciting and, and not over communicating and, and almost spamming? Like what does that balance kind of look like in keeping your audience engaged? I th well, I think more important than, I mean, obviously you don't want to be spammy, but you know, if you're running sell sales every week, like that gets old pretty quick. And so we, I mean, we'll have little micro kind of sales embedded in the email, like, you know, 10% off socks. I, I don't know something, you know, but the, the content of the email is more engaging and so our open and click-through rates are well exceed industry standard um you know and so being genuine and, and just communicating that information to the customers is is really important and so then when you do actually have a big sales event um it's uh the results are significantly uh better and improved as opposed to just running sales every week, you know, cause like I said, that gets old really quick. And if that's your, if that's your MO, then you're not really building a brand anyways. Right. Well, cool. Well, see, and this has been a lot of great content. Thank you so much for, for being on the show and, and coming on and having a conversation with me. 
Um, if our listeners have questions for you or want to learn more about trisports.com, how can they get a hold of you? Um, they can go to trisports.com. They can find me personally on Twitter at Seton Claggett. I'm on Twitter. Um, they can reach out to me directly. Um, just email me, seton at trisports.com is the best way. Um, so definitely open, uh, open book if people want to know stuff. So um, I've kind of been around the ringer, good and bad, um, but the rubber side's still down and <laughs> still moving along. So, Well, Seton, thank you so much, and uh, we wish you guys the best, and, and have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Active Lifestyle Marketer. If you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you rate and or review us on the iTunes store. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a story to share with other active lifestyle brand leaders or know someone who would be a great guest on the Active Lifestyle Marketer, let us know. We love connecting with active lifestyle brand executives and sharing their insights and knowledge with our audience. Just send us an email at info at tigercreative.com. And lastly, if you need help telling your brand story, we would love to share how we could help in that process. Check us out at tigercreative.com. See you next time.